When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh, yeah. NFL kickoff is just one week away. Welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros and Joe Ostrowski with you. We are here from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today, Clev TA from clevanalytics.com will share all of his NFL insights. We'll get to tonight's college football action and the latest on the Utah quarterback situation. But Joe, in seven Mm. days' time, we will be watching NFL games with the Chiefs hosting the Lions. So let's start our conversation on the professional gridiron. Joe Burrow is back at practice yesterday. There was a a lot of bandying about as far as why he had been absent, whether it was his contract situation or maybe the injury he sustained early during training camp. Maybe it was a little bit worse than we were led to believe. But whatever the case is, Joe Burrow is back. Everyone seems to love what he can put together at practice. And if you bought any Bengals futures, there's no need to panic. No, no reason to be concerned. And I did see some people start to chatter. Hey, if I'm Joe Burrow, I'm not going to be out there until I get my contract. Let's not do that right now. We're we're almost at the finish line here. As you mentioned, seven days out. The next five days, we've got college football. Don't try to destroy my buzz. And with Labor Day weekend, uh, <laughs> it's going to be here quick because we're going to be immersed in college football. Then you got the holiday. Then we're all getting back to work like, whoa, season starts. Get all your picks in, all your contests, and uh, and we're off and running. And then we'll get into the old uh, football routine, which I cannot wait for. But, yeah, no, I, I don't think people were really concerned. I, I didn't hear a lot of that um, since the, the more and more we saw of Burrow. There was that one moment when he did go down and they carted him off at that practice and there, there was concern across the board, but once the Bengals went back on the board for AFC North odds, because remember that was removed for a couple of days. Once we saw him reinstalled in the top three at NFL MVP, I, I don't think it was too much of a concern. It, if it was a legitimate issue, uh, that would have been our lead story as opposed to Jonathan Taylor and the Cardinals tanking this upcoming season when they were already expected to be the worst team in football. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, exactly. Uh, instead, we're talking about the Bengals as one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl and rightfully so. Certainly, there's a lot of reason for optimism. And look, even if Joe Burrow, like if if there's any kind of health concern whatsoever, the beauty of this mm-hmm. Bengals offense is just how versatile it is. You've got so many great playmakers, so many different options as far as what part of the playbook to go to, things like that. Okay, so maybe Joe Burrow isn't scrambling as much. Maybe there aren't many design draws and runs, things like that, or bootlegs, whatever it is. But Joe Burrow's pretty good in the pocket. And yeah, he does take a lot of sacks, but he more than compensates for that with some insane accuracy, both with short passes and passes down the field. He's got guys who can make those catches as well. So no reason to panic uh, if you're a Bengals fan or a Bengals supporter here. Joe Burrow looks great. And later in the show, we will talk about our NFL MVP candidates, the guys that we want to back here. And Joe Burrow could very well be in that mix. And so we'll talk about that Mm -hmm. later in the show. In the meantime, another quarterback is making headlines. Jimmy Garoppolo out with the Las Vegas Raiders. He uh, had a couple of interesting things to say about his former head coach, Kyle Shanahan, out in San Francisco. Let's listen. Been a lot of weird situations over there in San Francisco, uh, just to leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I'm happy Trey got another shot, man. Happy he's getting to Dallas, gets another opportunity. Uh, hopefully things work out there, but you know, this, this is a weird league. Everyone has a different story, how they get to places, uh, myself included in that. Just, it's never a straight line. There's always going to be uh, bumps in the road, some things you got to overcome. And I think Trey's made of the right stuff. He's a good dude. Love that guy. He's a brother to me. So I'm always pulling for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I try not to pay attention to outside of here. I try to deal with the people in here that I have to deal with. Um, and I have felt very good about that. Um, I, I did see Trey. I was happy watching him actually while I was eating lunch with his press conference in Dallas. And Trey is as real as it gets. And that's how he talks in here. That's how he is every day. So uh, it was cool to see him handle that the right way. And um, he did seem genuinely kind of happy. And uh, I feel he's in a good position to move on and do better there. Um, you know, Jimmy, is, the comments are the comments. I'm really not concerned about his comments. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here, but I'll I'll start with one observation uh, pertaining to Kyle Shanahan. Did he just contradict himself in the span of like five seconds going from, well, I'm not worried or too concerned with the folks who aren't here. I'm only concerned about what's within the facilities and then started Mm -hmm. talking about Trey Lance and the uh, Cowboys press conference. So yeah. it's it's one of those things where that was clearly directed at one particular individual, uh, but it's not a rule that's say carte blanche with everything. So Shanahan took time out of his day as uh, the countdown is on for the start of the season to sit down and watch Trey Lance's uh, press conference. Is that what he that was that what he's telling us? Okay. Um, first off, Jimmy Garoppolo under criticism. Uh, headlines. Yes, there were headlines. Garoppolo did not intend on that to happen. He sat down, he did an interview, he answered a couple questions, he dodged a couple of questions. And he just, there was a hint of honesty in there. And he's getting trashed. Nothing Garoppolo said was wrong. Weird situation. Oh my God, Garoppolo said it was a weird situation. It was a weird situation. It was a weird situation for years. Everyone was telling him, hey, you're out of here, dude. 
And then they realized how bad Trey Lance was in practice. Um, we're going to keep you around for a little bit longer. We're going to keep you around a little bit longer, even though we told you that you were going to be gone and, and, you know, we didn't give you the heads up about the quarterback move and, uh, and all this stuff. It had to be a very strange situation because everything that uh, the brass was basically telling reporters was that they can't stand Jimmy Garoppolo and they can't wait to get him out of here. But then they kept him around, kept him around, kept him around. Was a weird situation. Here's the other part that wasn't getting the headlines in the moments after the, the headline grabbing weird situation line was he was asked about Trey Lance and just how do you think the 49ers have handled this quarterback situation? Garoppolo didn't want to answer the question. He goes, hmm. pause. Well, how do you think they handled it? And the interviewer said, messy. This was more telling to me. Garoppolo's response, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> I thought that would have been a bigger headline than a weird situation, which it was. And I have no issues with what Garoppolo had to say. And like, give me a break. All these people that are screaming on TV that Garoppolo needs to shut up. No, he did nothing wrong here. No, no, he didn't do anything wrong. It's first of all, you know, it's the old journalism axiom, right? Consider the source. So when Garoppolo is saying, yeah, it was a weird situation over there or implying things are messy. Well, he, you know, wasn't able to retain the starting quarterback position uh, just a couple of years after leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl and an NFC championship game. So I look at that and say, you know what? I can understand why he's a little upset in terms of mm -hmm. team success. Uh, things didn't fall off while he was the quarterback. And so if he feels like that he's partly responsible for their success and then they're just willing to push him to one side, I can understand being upset about that and saying the things he did. So that context matters a great deal. Uh, whatever you think of him as a quarterback, at least when it came to team success, he wasn't so bad to the point where the 49ers just couldn't keep him on the field for extended periods of time. All of that was because of injury and things like that. Now, I do believe that the 49ers ultimately had to move on from him and it needed to happen yeah. quickly. So in that respect, I'm fine with what happened. But they picked the wrong guy in Trey Lance. I don't know if Mac Jones is the right guy. Maybe they needed to do something else altogether and not give up so much. But Joe, we've been talking about this Trey Lance debacle for several days now. And yeah. I wonder if personally, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. Like I, I got my criticisms out there. I got my insults out there. We've been talking about for some time that we don't like the 49ers to win the NFC West. We like Seattle. We still think the 49ers can probably make the playoffs fine, but I'm just over it now. Like this idea of, okay, well, we need to keep Trey Lance on as the number three quarterback, you know, because we can't uh, show that we made a mistake. You know, at some point, there's this concept of sunk cost where you need to get yeah. something for your investments. So you're not constantly putting in resources to get absolutely nothing out of it. So I look at that and say, it's not a bad idea to have a veteran as your backup quarterback when you've got a guy going into a second year who didn't know he was going to be starting games until midway through the first year. So I look at this and say, yeah, there's a lot to complain about if you're a 49ers fan, but it's not so bad to the point where we need to go on and on and on and find just new and creative angles to criticize this franchise. You don't want the player, you know you made a mistake, 
admit it and move on. I don't have a problem with San Francisco doing that. And I, and I think that's the right way to handle it. I mean, locally, I've criticized Bears Brass in the past for not doing just that when it was obvious that Trubisky was not going to be here long term. Like, like, just cut bait. Admit you made a mistake and maybe your bosses will fire you. Maybe, maybe they won't. But, hey, take a shot on another guy because you know this guy ain't it. The only part that was a little surprising to me is that typically we do see general managers hang on to their guy that they go all in on a little bit too long. Like that's been the trend. So that didn't happen. The other thing is there are a lot of people around the Niners that were saying, look, they don't ever want to be in that situation again, meaning they don't have an option as quarterback. That's why I thought Trey Lance was going to stick around as QB three and they just figured it wasn't worth it. He wasn't going to develop all that. stuff for whatever reasons, they ended up moving on injuries happen in this league that could happen again. Cause right now, Brandon Allen is your QB three and it might as well not be a quarterback. Seriously. If it, if it ends up being Brandon Allen. So just what we were hearing from people around the team that they never want to be in that situation again, that they feel they do need three quarterbacks. That's the only part I'm a little surprised about but hey, they knew it wasn't the guy. Move on, move on. You, you've got a great offensive mind running the show, and and maybe you can find somebody else he can develop. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it is something where there are other things that you can point to as to why the 49ers haven't won a title lately. Um, you know, that was sort of unfortunate what happened in the NFC Championship game just a season ago. But also, mm -hmm. it was rather unusual. Like, we don't see that very often when you're resorting to emergency quarterbacks and fourth-string guys and things like that. It just, it just doesn't happen. So while I agree with you that it is uh, a point of contention, at the same time, it's also a really rare thing to have happen. And it's also no guarantee that if Brock Purdy were out there for the NFC title game last season, that the 49ers would have won or kept right. it close or covered or whatever. Like the Eagles were a juggernaut and they gave the Chiefs everything they could handle, came up just a little bit short, but sometimes this whole idea of rewriting history and saying, well, you need to prepare for these situations. Sometimes these situations have a half a percent chance of actually happening versus mm -hmm. the distractions that may happen within the locker room or the point of having to develop quarterbacks who you know won't work out or whatever, sometimes those things outweigh these probabilities that are next to nothing as far as what can happen where you need to have some sort of a plan. Yep, 100% agree. How, how often do teams get down to QB3? And right. everything's thrown off if you get to QB2, but yeah, you just hope it's not going to happen. If you do get down to QB3, I mean, come on. Come on. We, we talk about the drop off yeah. from one to two. What about the drop off from one to three? It's It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. Still, still matters, but yes, like these things just don't happen very often. So maybe yeah. the, the, the consequences of keeping him far outweigh. And look, the 49ers have been really good with those mid-tier draft picks anyway. They acquire mm -hmm. a lot of them. They find creative ways to get more of them. And th those tend to pay dividends for them. And that's why I don't want to keep criticizing this franchise over and over again, because clearly they've done enough good things to get deep into the playoffs for several years recently. It can't be yep. all that bad. I still don't like what happened here, but there's a point where you need to cut off the criticisms, and I'm at that point right now. And so I will move on from it.
Real quickly, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk a little college football, but the Mariners have won 21 games in August. That is a franchise record. They are uh, tied atop the AL West. Uh, what's some quick thoughts you have before we go to break? Yeah, no, it's been an unbelievable run. Yeah, super hot team. Uh, like we stated earlier this week, we didn't think they were going to be in the race because the other two teams are so good. True World Series contenders, Seattle proving, yeah, we are too. Yeah. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we take an updated look at the NFL MVP market right here on the BetQL Network.